Hi, I'm Adriana Medina Kagan. Welcome to Bien Fuerte. It's time to speak. This podcast was created to connect our community to others who are interested in exercising not only their physical bodies, but their mind, spirit, and soul as well. Listen to life experiences, themes, and topics that have taught us how to shed those limiting beliefs. Get advice from fitness experts, clients, business owners, and other community members that have inspired us to embrace abundance and freedom in all departments of our lives. Be brave enough to borrow other people's courage until we find our own strength to blaze our own way in this life and know that you are not alone. Today, let's dive into what it means to be fit and healthy. If you're new to this podcast, know that I didn't grow up working out. That didn't start for me until my last year of college. Now, dieting and starving myself skinny, that started for me in middle school. It was what you did when you had a wedding or a quinceanera to get ready for. I learned it from my family, who were professional dieters at the time. Some of them still are. I didn't do any sports other than the occasional running or jogging to speed up things for that dress that I wanted to wear. I never lifted weights consistently until I started working out with my trainer in 2001. If you've seen my before picture on the website, you'll see I was a beginner too. When I started, for me to be fit and healthy meant to be able to wear my wardrobe, being able to be excited to take a picture or go shopping at any store to look at myself in the mirror and to be proud of what I've seen, to be strong and confident in whatever environment and to be able to show up for myself and do the work that I needed to do because I seen myself as important too. Other reasons clients have given me are to have more energy, to keep up with their kids, to get on and off the floor, to have upper body strength and have self-defense skills, to bring their sexy back. It seems so daunting. Where do you start? And do you have to change everything? Are my common questions that are asked. The questions back I have, what did you grow up with? Did your parents eat and plan healthy meals? Did you work out daily or move daily or do any sports? How did your parents handle stress and self-care? It may or may not be a lifestyle change. Chances are, It's different for everybody, not to mention how our culture and society promote sports for men and being pretty for females. Look at our magazine covers, supermodels and actors that we see and admire. Don't get me wrong. We've come a long way by including other shapes now and promoting females in sports. But we're still a long ways off before we strike that happy medium. For most of my clients, and myself for that matter, what you grew up with and what you see out there are extremes. We live in the USA, the fattest nation in the world, processed food central, where everything is extra large or supersized. We have instant food. We have takeout at the touch of a button. You don't have to talk to a person. There is a pill for everything. And who would have thought that bariatric surgery would be a fix for overweight problems. If we put a Band-Aid on the situation rather than fix the problem, which is working on the behavior. So for me, 
being fit and healthy means having the courage to do something different. When I started, I was ready to do anything. My only caveat was that I needed to see results. It took doing my body fat and seeing the word obese. I didn't think I was that bad, honestly, until I sat with it. When I start with somebody new, I start with measurements. I do a goal analysis and go through their intake form. I want to see what they feel like and hear about their past experiences. I find out if they're coachable, which means to be open to receiving input and having a willingness to do what it takes. Partying with my college friends wasn't producing the results that I wanted. So I started spending more time with my community at the gym. Being fit and healthy means having a plan of action. After we take the initial stats, together we mapped out a plan and then we set the right intention for our goal because we and my clients see what's possible. We set a mid-goal of losing weight, which would make them happy, and then an ultimate goal, which is building muscle so that they don't gain the weight back, which is really where they want to go. Being fit and healthy means being clear on what it's going to take. We have to decide how much effort and time we are willing to give ourselves based on our current stats. I track their goals weekly and monthly. I'm on their team and I expect effort and honesty. I had to be honest with myself when I started about the amount of time and effort I was putting into my nutrition and workouts on a weekly basis. That wasn't my trainer's job. It helped him support me. I'm there to help, not to do the work for them. They pay me a lot of money to hold them accountable, and I take my job pretty seriously. I look at their goals realistically, and we talk about what's required. If they don't put in the effort, say in their nutrition and their workouts, and only do it once a week, and nutrition, maybe not at all, then it's going to take longer. If you get on board and do it the way it's laid out and trust that it's a process, then it happens faster. I remind them that they tried it their way. I tried it my way. It's time to listen to the professional that we paid and get our money's worth. Don't follow blindly, but notice when you are fighting against yourself. The effort is the one thing that you can control. If you have lost or gained 10 pounds or more, then we have to talk about the effects that it has on your metabolism and how important strength training is to rev up that metabolism. We talk about the importance of sleep and learning how to make better choices early on. We talk about the bad habits that get in our way and the good ones that we can start creating, as well as having patience on ourselves. You can be hard on your discipline, but have some compassion. Being fit and healthy means understanding that it is a process. Remember, you are creating a new lifestyle habit, which is contrary to the way of being right now. And it takes time to make the right decision in the bright moment. I often talk about self-sabotage and the energy I had to muster up and having the courage to ask for help. It took me years and many failed attempts 
before I got the right kind of support. As I train my clients and listen to the challenges of their weekend, traveling to other cities and scrambling with food options, it reminds me of all the times I went through the same thing. It took me those times going not prepared before I decided to travel with rice cakes, nut butters, whey powders, and oatmeal. It reminded me of all the times I had to learn how to prepare for shows and honestly, not doing well in a competition until I learned to take responsibility. All I can control is going prepared. It seems like such a small part, but it's the largest part of the process. Like getting a room with a refrigerator or a gym, knowing what workout you're going to do on that day so nothing is left to chance. Those experiences engraved good habits and eventually became part of my identity. I don't expect my clients to do that right off the bat, but those are the mistakes that help them to be aware and begin to make better choices at restaurants and grocery stores. It's the process that teaches you what does and doesn't work. Once you get to know yourself and prepare, then you are able to make those bad habits hard to get to and good habits easier to reference. As James Clear discusses in Atomic Habits, you start to realize that you have the power. You have autonomy to begin to make better choices and make yourself proud and build that self-confidence that you need to keep going every day. I'm proud of myself and I'm proud of those clients for recognizing the process and for showing up at every appointment and doing the work and asking for support as they need it. They may feel guilty or down on themselves because they messed up. It helps them to lay out the difference between making mistakes, self-sabotage, and having discernment. That was why I did the podcast on failure. I did it too. When you are ready, you listen to what you need to listen to and hear what your intuition is telling you to do so that you can do what you need to do to get where you want to go. Not because my trainer told me so, not because I'm telling my clients so, but because they see and feel what needs their attention. You don't get defensive and closed off. You are open. There's a willingness to try something else. One client was visiting her fiance's family in another city, and the other was in another city with her parents. One grew up with fit parents, the other didn't. One is in her 40s and the other is 18. I get it. My parents were not fit. They didn't know what self-care was. When I finally got a chance to be out on my own, I was just trying to be responsible. I slowly started to see what I needed to gravitate towards and start asking myself why and keeping my word to myself by doing what I said I wanted to do, which is integrity to listen and do for yourself and ask, am I really hungry or thirsty? Am I nurturing or soothing myself with emotional eating? I became mindful about doing other things to care for myself. I followed the plan I was given and trusted if I put my effort into it, I would hit my goal, which I did. That 18-year-old is further along than I was at her age. The 40-year-old just got into some bad habits with the limited time and a demanding career. 
One is skinny fat and the other is extremely overweight. So yes, it is a lifestyle change for both of them. Some of us didn't grow up eating healthy. I grew up in scarcity. I ate what I could get and rewarding ourselves with fast, tasty food, which eventually we get hooked on. I grew up drinking soda pop. That was the hardest habit for me to kick on my own. But I learned not to buy it and to reward myself with experiences instead of food. The client with the high stress and demanding job also is getting married. The other is about to start her second year of college. As a professional and a Seattle singleton, I understand the social aspect of happy hours and going out to eat, having a glass of wine at the end of the day with some friends. One or two of those days are not going to kill your progress. The problem is when it happens more often and the physical activity ceases to happen. You start to not feel like working out and it makes it harder to push through and go to the gym or go on that run. Choosing to move your body anyway, that decision not only exercises your body, but your disciplined muscle as well. That gets stronger. It takes a lot of willpower to consistently choose in those moments what is going to support your goal. I've never regretted going to the gym at that particular moment, but I have countless times that I didn't. That hurt my confidence more and my progress. I had to learn to put my energy where it needed to be. I remember being in college and trying to make the transition of figuring out study habits and then going to the gym after pulling an all-nighter. That was challenging. Most of my friends wanted to go and party. So I signed up for classes. I found a workout buddy who eventually led me to my first trainer and we helped each other out. Being strong and fit is having a strong mindset. Learning to redirect or course correct takes a lot of energy to keep their attention on the possibilities instead of the reasons why they can't do something. We have the energy and the time If we stop wasting it on focusing on how we messed up in the past, there is plenty of time and many opportunities to practice that. You just need to be brave enough to try again. Both of my clients are at a very pivotal moment in their life right now, three months in. That's normally when people stop. Both of them are doing it for themselves. Both are laying down a foundation to this new lifestyle long after the event of getting married or finishing school is over. Time is only going to get divided with work commitments, events, celebrations, and both recognize what they did that didn't work. They needed to do something different. They are serious. I am making them do hard things so they can build that strong mindset as well as their bodies. I motivate them by reminding them of how good they're going to feel, not only in that sexy dress, but long after. They get to put all that anxiety and irritable energy into their workout. They release all that stress of feeling, being overwhelmed or not being enough or doing enough at work or in life. They are able to be present 
and have a bit more control here and care less about what's out there. They take care of themselves and it carries over into other departments of their lives. As we work out, I look for how they plan meals, celebrate accomplishments, and catch up with their friends. I'm able to share recipes, prepping ideas, how others have overcome some challenges, and maybe books that have helped. Being around habits that work helps set your mind right and shift your attention there instead of on the addictions to sugar or alcohol or what they have to give up. We may even come up with some way to limit those not so good habits. So like weekends and try taking little breaks here and there to reset. To be fit and healthy means showing up for yourself to build that confidence every time you listen to what you truly want instead of that momentary sugar craving. It takes a lot of focus not to listen to your monkey brain, the old voice telling you to sleep in and do it later. I have it too. As I wake up and stretch, that chatter keeps going. You can work out later. I used to have a five by seven card hanging from my bathroom mirror, reminding me there are too many distractions. Go get it done, girl. I'm proud of you. I have note cards with inspiring sayings. I read as I drink my coffee to help me get there. When you make it to that appointment with yourself, it's the most important part because you prove to yourself that you are worth it, that you are worth the effort too. I give my people kudos for being there and having the courage to listen and to try again. Many people never even wake up to do this kind of work. They sleep through their life and wonder why they don't have what they want. It's natural to want to quit. That judging, blaming, self-deprecating voice has been there for most of us. As Michael Singer says in his book, Untethered Soul, if that voice was transplanted into a roommate, would you listen to them? Oh, hell no. You'd kick them out of your space. You are not your voice. Yes, there may be a lack of energy for from my clients, but I high five them and I give them props for not hiding. They give me what grade they give themselves for their overall workouts or eating healthy for the week. When that judging or self-sabotage comes through in the way they describe their experience, I remind them not to beat themselves up, just to do better next time. They have another day. It gets easier. I am the hardest person on myself. I have this psychotic voice in my head that pushes me to the limit. It tries to remind me of all my past experiences. I focus on giving myself what I need, which is self-compassion at this point. I remind myself of the experience that I want to have and not the ones that get stuck on repeat where terrible decisions were made. I remind my clients of their goals, every detail of what they explain to me so they can visualize themselves doing that pull-up, that sit-up, overcoming whatever challenge is before them. I warn them to practice what we do in our workouts before they see me again so they don't feel like dying. My clients are smart people, completely capable, and have been successful in so many ways and shapes and forms so far in their lives by doing hard things and learning the lessons getting through college, master's programs, PhDs, medical school, earning, earning more responsibility in their career and their job. It took time to learn what worked and what didn't work. 
it took me years and a lot of mistakes to give myself a healthy mind, a body, and financial freedom. I had to learn to break free of those automatic behaviors and recognize when I was reverting back to my old ways. It's hard to catch myself doing things that go against my goals and decide to change it every minute. I needed someone to point it out to me when I started. I'm better at doing it for myself now. I try to surround myself with the right people and the professionals to support me. That's what got me to do what I am doing now, which is helping other people. So let's try something new. Catch up with your friends on a walk, on a hike. Do stairs. Go get your nails done. Go to the spa and reward yourselves with the pleasure of a good cup of coffee or tea. Feel better the next day having heartfelt conversations and making those connections instead of feeling like shit because you drank way too much at that happy hour and bad going to the gym. It's never too late to start, as long as you start. Just imagine yourself doing that for seven days in a row, and then a month, and then a year. As James Clear says in his book, it's easier to optimize when you've already standardized. How would you feel? What would have changed? I often tell my sisters just to imagine losing one pound of fat a week for a year. You'd be at your goal. You'd be at a different spot. Si se puede, mi gente. Thanks for listening to today's podcast of Bien Fuerte, mi gente. We would so appreciate it if you would write a review on whatever podcast platform you are using so that we can get the word out. And please, if you find a podcast episode useful, share with a friend. Bien Fuerte is powered by my company, Fuerte Fitness at FuerteFitness.com. Connect with us on all of our social media at Fuerte Fitness. Let us know what you want to hear more in depth of competition, nutrition, workouts, or how to find a balance. We will be interviewing gym owners, trainers, coaches, clients, friends, and many others in our industry. Connect with us at Fuerte Fitness on Instagram or on our website. Gracias y adiós.